0: John's and you are listening to the only Hashtag WrestleCast in the Hashtag WrestleCast Nation hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself. I welcome you to the show. We welcome you one and all. Whether this is your first time joining us or your ninety third, 92nd or 93rd time joining us, we welcome you. We welcome you with open arms and an open mouth. And uh, we do hope you're enjoying the programming that we're bringing you. I'm coming to you uh, from an early truck morning. An early morning truck ride into town, excuse me. It is October 28th, 2019 go Strohs the Strohs uh, the Astros have turned it around this World Series against the Nationals if you watch the games this weekend we'll bless you and uh hopefully you were rooting for the Strohs because that's all you saw was Strohs winning left and right Astros winning here and Astros winning there taking it back hashtag take it back that's what they did they won uh three games in a row against the Nationals never been well it's been done before it's been done once before in 1996 or something like that when the Yankees went against the Braves who were the same colors as the Washington Nationals and in 1906 apparently in a series uh, the Cubs and the Red Sox or something like that anyway what a game uh, ghost Rose what 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 a series of ghost Rose we're going we're going to revisit Tuesday night who is the better team Though I think uh, the Astros have, uh, they drew you in with a couple uh, unexpected losses, and now they're they're showing you who the better team really is. Uh, we welcome you to the show. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I am ex-truth teller Alan Johns. If you're wondering what that means, well, you can go ahead and listen to the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show, the 11 or 12 episodes that constitute season two of this show, and the 12 or 13 episodes that now constitute season three of this show. Uh... We're going to be covering today NWA power. Uh, hopefully without space alien interruption. Uh, hopefully without Men in Black uh, FDI deb interruption. Uh, I am of course coming to you. Uh, well, this if if you if you are familiar with the show, if you've been following the show, if you're a longtime fan of the show, like our beloved patron TEC bid. Uh, you'll know that uh, recently the FDI showed up at my doorstep, the men in black with the black helicopters and the black cars, and uh, Special Agent FDI Agent Clinton uh, gave me a DEB-grade throw lozenge, which is how my silky smooth voice is coming to you now, instead of uh, the voice that I broadcast with before that Special Agent Clinton referred to as grating, annoying, and downright irritating. We're not... Uh, we're not in the business of truth telling more anymore either folks so don't worry about it uh if you've come here from my datafied days from my previous operation where we tell you the truth about the government um long before the men in black even showed up uh well uh i'm afraid this is no longer a truth-telling show this is a truth-telling free zone uh, we were of course invaded by a space alien that destroyed my truth-telling operation, forced me into hiding, stole my voice for two years. When my voice came back, my wife and I decided it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting. I'm a third-generation broadcaster, first-generation broad podcaster. I've got it in my bones, I've got it in my blood, and that's why I'm back on the airwaves. We decided it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting so long as I stayed out of the business of truth-telling and didn't attract any space aliens that uh you know could take the form of a human and scare away my sponsors again i don't have any sponsors anymore this is a ragtag operation now after that space alien destroyed the hard work of my blood sweat and tears but we keep on rolling folks and we're coming to you today with our review of nwa power this is ring of tyranny and bringing you the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion uh but before we get to our review of nwa power um and like I, i you know i'm not gonna go I'm not going to recap the history of this show again. I'm not going to recap Dweebus, a.k.a. Curryman, a.k.a. Sammy Callahan, a.k.a. Ernest the Cat Miller, a.k.a. Christian Cage, interfering with our show to the point that we decided to just give him his own WWE segment on this show since, you know, out there in the deep recesses of outer space or wherever the heck it is this space alien resides, he was listening to the show and started uh, becoming a fan of WWE via our WWE coverage. But, you know, uh, with WWE requiring a 15 to 20-hour commitment every week to keep up with its uh, storylines and programming, with there being 100,000-plus, almost infinite number, seems like sometimes, of hashtag WrestleCast and the hashtag WrestleCastNation uh, covering WWE programming exclusively, we felt it'd be okay to back away from the WWE coverage. Now, the the person, though, well, he's not really a person. He's a space alien who didn't feel okay with that was Dweebus, a.k.a. Curryman, Man, a.k.a. Sammy Callahan, a.k.a. Ernest the Cat a.k.a. Christian Cage. And he started uh, interfering in the show. He started threatening the show. And to the point he was uh, basically he was even putting entire episodes of his own shows up with WWE predictions, even though we weren't really focusing on wwe anymore no we were trying to move away from that focus on things that maybe don't get as much attention even though maybe they should and Dweebus didn't like that and so he interfered so much that i finally relented and i said all right you can just have your own wwe segment i guess and interfere every week if they can get it out of your system but the second that happened boy i tell you the men in black the black cars the black helicopters special agent fdi clinton they showed up they said no dice luckily special agent fdi clinton is a fan of police procedurals as am i so you know now we have a chicago pd uh focused episode every week for you and for the special agents out there the men in black out there and uh we're still not covering wwe uh we kind of dodged a bullet there looks like we got the space alien out of our hair And again, if you're confused with what I'm talking about, go ahead and listen, familiarize yourself with the 40 or so episodes that constitute season 1 of this show, the 11 or 12 episodes that constitute season 2 of this show, and the 12 or 13 episodes that now constitute season 3 of this show. You are listening to season 3, and I am coming to you via an early morning truck ride into town. I'm going into town to buy some supplies for my daughter's organic farming operation. That's where I ended up after the space alien destroyed my truth-telling operation. Uh, by the grace of God, and we are still coming to you. I did want to address something. Uh, we got an email over the week over the weekend. Uh, this came from. Uh, let's see the email address. Uh, I'm going to have to just try to remember it. I, obviously, I don't have it in the truck with me. Uh, you know, the email came uh, from an SCT Victor four two zero, and he said uh, a ring of tyranny. Uh, something about well he's on to us he said he's on to us he knows that my sign off that i've been using which goes a little something like uh uh, may the good lord take a liking to you and suplex you real soon i've been signing off with that little handle he says i know what you're up to alan johns i know where you stole that from i'm a big sctv fan from back in the day and i know about the farm film review so um thank you uh mr victor for calling that out uh Victor. Uh, is apparently an SCTV fan, which I picked up from the uh, email because I am an SCTV fan. Uh, I just wanted to clarify that uh, that is not my sign-off there. Uh, where I you, so back in the day, you had SCTV, which was kind of a better version of SNL. It wasn't live. It was uh, it, it created a little universe. Uh, this is where some of the original, you know, a lot of the people in the Christopher Guest movies came from. It was kind of a more Canadian focused show, Uh, but Second City, of course, was Chicago, uh, where most of the SNL people came from, Bill Murray, you know, Chevy Chase, all these people, a lot of them were uh, Chicago trained at the Second City Theater in Chicago, which was an improv theater where uh, Del Close and these people invented the uh, Herald, uh, a little bit of improv comedy uh, history for you, so uh, their improv comedy is the uh, manner of performing on stage without any props you kind of just create a world in imagination land it's imagination land uh, performing and it's somewhat popular uh, on its own where people like to come and watch performances it's a very popular uh, method of writing material writing shows Um, and so there was Saturday Night Live was kind of a showcase for a lot of these people that had developed uh, over there in Chicago and the uh, sister show to that that was picked up by NBC that was originally kind of produced in Canada and had Harold Ramis, all kinds of, all kinds of people got their start on SCTV, you know, uh, uh, when it moved to NBC in the early 80s and the 70s, it was uh, Rick Moranis and uh, and uh, Dave Thomas, Catherine O'Hara, Joe Flaherty, uh, Eugene Levy, these were the people that made up the SCTV cast and uh, it was a great show. Yeah, they they came from a fictitious city They had a fictitious studio uh, Joe Flaherty played Don Caballero The, uh, the station manager Who was kind of dressed like the godfather And rode around in a wheelchair And he was always kind of talking to bookies about uh, Giving him some time and blah blah But it, they would do spoofs, parodies Of current TV shows And current uh, just popular Soap operas, TV shows and the like And one of the great great spoofs they did uh, it was kind of their own thing I guess it kind of spoofed Siskel and Ebert though they would directly spoof Siskel and Ebert as well they had the farm film review and so that was Joe Bob and Billy something it was Joe Flaherty and John Candy and they'd come to you and talk about films they liked and usually their uh, metric for liking a film whether a film was good or not wasn't a star review like Dave Meltzer they didn't give movies star reviews they uh, they just basically said whether someone got blowed up real good or not. These They kind of played Country Bumpkins and talked about, you know, one of their favorites was Die Hard uh, because in Die Hard, uh, people got blowed up and they got blowed up real good. And at the end of those segments, Joe, Bob, and Billy would say, May the good Lord take a liking to you and blow you up real soon. So that was really, I wasn't trying to rip anything off. I was trying to uh, to use an improv term, call back uh, to that segment, uh, though. You know, since I got the email from SCT Victor four two zero, I just wanted to basically uh, clarify in case anybody else was confused. And call attention—it's been about forty years since this was a, a skit, since this was a popular show. So I figured I'd come out and talk about SCTV, the Farm Film Review. It's a—it's uh, not really a—it's not really a ripoff, though, Victor. It's more of an homage uh which is a, a word of french or italian origin i'm not totally sure no meiji uh which is french or italian for tribute Uh, that's a tribute that's a callback i'm actually trying to call attention to it so i'll call a little more attention to it since you know these days uh you have a whole lot of millennials and the like listening to your shows and accusing you of this and that without without really giving you uh, the benefit of the doubt they just uh, assume the worst and accuse this and that so before you guys ruin my tweeter my Twitter presence, uh, my Twitter reputation. I'd just like to say that's an homage, not a direct ripoff. Anyway, moving on. Let's get to the NWA Power Files. We're reviewing uh, the second episode of Power uh, Power or Billy Corgan's uh, retro wrestling show. That's uh, as 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 new as it is old, uh, and we've we're catching up. We're catching up on NWA Power, but we did want to bring you a we did want to bring you a review of episode two. Uh, we're going to try to keep up with this one as it's one of the best things going in right and wrestling right now so let's open the file all right so this was uh power uh the nwa uh weekly television well weekly internet streaming show i guess it's on television it's on ion television but not in my neck of the woods up in the northeast more is what we're hearing but uh, you can watch it on YouTube. I think it, it airs every every Tuesday at about six PM on YouTube. And uh, you know what? You can watch when you pull up the episode. Now uh, we pulled up episode two, and uh, the first three minutes or so are the show. The show's getting ready to launch. Maybe it's five minutes, but the show's getting ready to launch, and we're looking at everyone's tweets and uh, people from the WrestleCast Nation with video cast situations. Um, And uh, others who love the show. And the general consensus is that power is fantastic. One of the greatest things in in wrestling. One of the greatest new things in wrestling. If not the greatest new thing. uh, There's a lot of positive reviews. There's reviews coming from all over the place. You got reviews from The Rock on Twitter. And they're showing these against some pretty neat music. Uh, Sounds kind of like some some tribal uh, music there uh, and uh, you got uh, uh, you got the music going which it, this is obviously a Billy Corgan touch because you got the music going and the tweets are uh, showing up on the screen in front of a floating kind of galaxy background so it's all it's already a little a little trippy uh, to use a, 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 an underground term and uh, it's neat uh, they have a lot of video. There's some Australian guy with the beard that keeps talking about how amazing it is. There's just lots of clips of people uh, being impacted uh, by Power-er. And uh, I would say the overall consensus is they're impacted in a, in a good way. In a good way. That there seems to be a very positive response to this show. Uh, matching the positive response we had to this show. Uh, so... Uh, we, we we come in. It's it's uh, it's another episode. It's another day in wrestling studios. You know, power uh, uh, is setting itself apart by go returning to NWA traditional their traditional methods of broadcasting. I mean, the NWA kind of turned into WCW into these big uh, arena shows that would compete with the WWE eventually. Uh, but when it started. And Ted Turner was still kind of behind it in the early, you know, they uh, a documentary I watched not while I was on the WWE network while I was recovering uh, for my voice uh, actually explained kind of how uh, wrestling was one of the things that made cable TV big. So early on, you had wrestling on these cable TV networks, um, and the NWA and uh, 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 mid Mid Atlantic and Georgia Georgia South wrestling. Were kind of these were the shows uh, that the wrestling would uh, would come to you in, and they were, you know, thirty minute to an hour shows. They were hour long shows that would come from a studio with a studio audience watching the wrestling. Uh, the promos would be done off to the side, and uh, Billy Corgan and this crew have recreated that with NWA Power, and it's very neat. Uh, you have the traditional NWA belt is the uh, championship world's championship that everyone is uh, competing for and the nwa uh, when billy corgan bought it had already kind of made its presence known again uh putting on small shows and the like and uh on for youtube they did a couple empty stadium shows i believe and 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 did a couple just kind of shows they've got a pay-per-view coming up so i guess they're going to rent out some kind of arena and, and have uh the pay-per-view i think this is uh kind of a fantastic format. One of the things I'm a little worried about with AEW is they may exhaust uh, their crowd size. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen anytime soon, but at some point they're want to going to want to be safe uh, with the crowd size, with the crowds they're trying to book, with asking people to pay 30 bucks a pop every time you come to town, to come to your live shows. I mean, they're going to be great live shows to go to, but Uh, You know, not everyone's got 30 bucks a pop uh, to to pay to fill your stadiums. It's kind of a tough thing to rely on. And we're seeing, uh, you know, the WWE is losing more and more people willing to pay their prices and show up to their live events. So they're having, their live events are getting more and more empty as they're bringing the pyro back, as they're bringing the costs back, as Vince McMahon is spreading himself so thin, the quality is suffering as he, uh, you know, Moves money over to the uh, to the XFL reboot uh, We'll see whether or not that works out for him It brings him more money So they don't have to worry about as, as much about audiences declining Well, NWA is filming it in the studio And they have the cameras, they have the microphones To make the audience watching the show Which kind of acts like a, a live studio audience You know, it kind of acts like on Seinfeld Or Everybody Loves Raymond Where you have the audience laughing and clapping It kind of acts like that But it works because they're part of the show because you have the audience reaction at a, at a perfect level that you can, you can control in the show. And they're very participatory. I, it's just fantastic. So this hasn't really been done since the 80s for a wrestling show. And I got to say, the format works just as well now as it does then. I think that's what a lot of us are realizing. The camera quality, of course, is much better. The sound quality is much better. Uh, you can do those auto generated captions, subtitles on YouTube, which is what I had to do, I had to turn the TV down uh, pretty low uh, to watch this, so, oh, oh, I do excuse, I do excuse, I beg your uh, forgiveness there, that was an early morning yawn, I haven't had a whole lot of those, but I am on an early morning truck ride into town again, uh, uh, and I am just a man, so I apologize for that yawn, but the sun is not up yet, most people aren't up yet, so I haven't had my coffee yet, uh, but I will rectify that situation soon. I just beg your forgiveness for that early morning, young. Anyway, uh, the, the, the show takes off. We get a little bit of a recap. Of course, Nick Aldis defended his title against Tim Scott last week. Uh, Tim Storm, excuse me, not Tim Scott, Tim Storm. Uh, and we got a recap of that. Uh, poor Tim Storm. Couldn't get that title back. Try as he might, even had the low blow on Nick Aldis, but he couldn't get it back. He even had the Nick confusion, Nick Aldis taking out his uh, his valet, Camille, uh, with a lariat on the outside. He took her out. She he knocked her down real good. Uh, you know, uh, 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 Nick Aldis retained the belt. Uh, and uh, they say we're going to hear from Tim Storm next week. Um, We talked to uh, Damien Sandow uh, Returned I can't His new name I'm I'm trying to remember I I apologize He had a little promo You had uh, You had some matches tonight uh, Homicide and Eddie Kingston Homicide One of the original members of LAX LAX now not known as LAX They're on AEW The LAX Next Generation But uh, We're big fans of LAX The Conan uh, connection is there Um, I suppose I don't know if Conan has any has any affiliation with this new nwa project of billy corgan's but billy corgan has been involved in impact when lax was there i assume that's when he met homicide uh, perhaps um we had eli drake showing up again uh we had uh james storm showing up again james storm is the current national champion he's not the world's champion uh, James Storm said, uh, now that Tim Storm's out of the way, make way for the cowboy James Storm. James Storm, of course, of Impact fame, of beer money, used to team with Bobby Roode there. He uh, left Impact about a year ago when Impact was really shifting around. Looks like Impact is starting to get its bearings again. We, we are fans of Impact here. We just haven't been able to keep up with all of it. Uh, I don't believe I have Access TV. I, I'm sure I do. I, you know, it's a lot to keep up with. Uh, Impact definitely uh you know when it, it, uh, it's great it's great anyway there's lots of history there uh Billy Corgan of course tried to work with Impact for a little while got got messed over but uh now he's doing NWA power I, you know I could I could scene by scene go through and tell you the outcomes of these matches uh didn't see our pal Josephus uh, on this episode but you know, scene by scene, there was a women's match with Allison Kay as the women's champion. She went up against uh, Ashley Vox, and actually, this was a fantastic match. Really, what a what I noticed about NWA Power, and maybe it's because the mat is mic'd in a different way. Maybe it's, you know, it's like they're hitting harder. So you can hear, you can hear the whacks and the slaps and the chops and the and the punches. Or looks like the the punches, uh, you're you're close in. And, you see them connecting and you see you hear you hear these guys get slammed on the mat and it sounds like a you know a truck a 2-ton a t- a truck wrecking into a brick wall almost every time someone gets slammed on the mat. I, that's on purpose I'm sure but just the studio setting makes this so much so very impactful. And it's something that we lost over the years. Maybe mid-southwest wrestling was the last and I was catching up on some of that. You know, uh, on the WWE network, but the way this is done and the way it's mic'd up and produced and brought to us is just so tight and impactful, and it's hard to deny how entertaining it is to watch this show. Uh, the women's match in particular was fantastic, uh, possibly you know possibly better than any other women's wrestling match out there, and. You know these aren't the craziest matches or anything. It's just the way that they're perform, the way that the way that the 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 show is shot and close in, and uh, you know, you got a lot of rough and tumble characters out there tumbling around. Uh, but I recommend that match for sure. Uh, you had the tag team, fantastic tag team match with Eddie Kingston and Homicide out there uh, against. Um, against uh, the Wild Cards. I can't remember these two competitors' names, but they were good, put on a good match, and it was interrupted by the Dawsons, who are going to be familiar faces at the NWA now, it appears. They interrupted the match. Looks like they're going to have them and Homicide and Eddie Kingston are going to have some troubles some skirmishes, probably skirmishes uh we also had colt cabana show up for tag team uh competition and uh revealed his tag team partner mr anderson another impact alumni who was also on uh, wwe uh but ken anderson aka mr anderson was was there they're going to be tagging up they had a good match very entertaining the show ended off with nick aldis and camille getting interviewed about uh tim storm and you know, Nick Aldis, classy guy, has the classy suits and everything. Uh, talked about how he's very proud to be the champion. Made made a couple digs there at, at Tim Storm. Uh, you know, even though he seemed like he was being very respectful, I caught a couple a couple uh, uh, a couple under the radar uh, digs there at the at the former world's champion, uh, but fantastic episode of nwa power couldn't rate it higher i guess we're, we're running out of time here i'm starting to pull into town so i'm gonna have to wrap this up and i do apologize for that uh i, I love this episode we're gonna we're gonna review the third episode as well and try to catch up the fourth episode's gonna premiere tomorrow and we're gonna try to catch the premiere of that but uh also try to catch up with our coverage on the nwa power files this has been the nwa power files uh file 0102 and we do thank you for joining us. If you'd like to send us an email with your comments, criticisms, your complaints, send us, do so at uh, Ring of Tyranny. That's r i n g o f t y r a n n y at gmail.com. If you want to become a Patreon supporter, or patron there with uh, Mr. TECBid, our beloved and only sole uh, patron uh, who has stuck with us through thick and thin through these trying times, go ahead and go to HTTP colon slash slash Patreon.com slash Ring of Tyranny and you can join him there. Um. If if uh, if if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to help the show, go ahead and join Mr. Mr. Patron uh, Mr. TEC bid there. You could become our second, our third, even our fourth patron uh, over there and help this operation get a little less ragtag, get a little more pristine and cut like the NWA and its fantastic wrestlers. Uh, that be that be something else. And uh, we do again uh, appreciate your patronage and uh we do hope you'll join us again on ring of tyranny as as my friends at the film farm review used to say or they used to say something similar anyway uh may the good lord take a liking to you and suplex you real soon good morning